Hello, it's Noelia. Mira, let me tell you. So, Sex and the City's sequel or prequel, called, it's called And Just Like That. Let me just say that this, re- this review is going to, you know, I'm going to say some spoilers. Um, the show is, it's, it's, I've only watched three episodes and I'm already like, why? Pretty much, right? Okay, so Carrie Bradshaw, the main character, is married to Big, right? She's she's married to Big. Big dies. Big dies of a heart attack. Um, she finds him home alone by himself on the floor. She does. She her her initial reaction is just to stare at him while he's on the floor dying. She doesn't call amb- the ambulance. She doesn't call nine one one. Okay. Um, she's just like, big, big, ah, John, John. Like, she's just basically reacting to him dying. She doesn't do anything about it, though. You know what I mean? Like, if somebody's dying, please do something about it. Um, he's, he was on a Peloton prior to his death. He was working out, and I believe his heart rate was up. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't understand how that happens, but it does happen. People do end up dying sometimes after exercise. It is good for the heart to exercise, but he ended up passing away. I don't know what he was thinking about at the moment, but um, it was like a sudden heart attack. And um, so, yeah, so that happened. She got him a good funeral service. She did do a good funeral service. Um, and and this season you don't have Kim Cattrall in the in the show. She's not here any in the show, and they're trying to I guess make like they're talking about her in the show a little bit, like you know mentioning that you know they tried to contact her that she hasn't responded, and that Carrie was you know like it, they're making it out to be like of course Carrie, um had the most issues with her and it's crazy because in real life she does have issues with kim cadrell they both had issues at first it was not like a thing where they said that she did have it like they would you know it's always been like years and years and years how we have been on on like peeling the onion with with finding out about kim cadrell and and and, uh sarah jessica parker but now we actually know the real deal, you know, between them that they're not, they don't click, they don't click anymore, and they don't want to. She does, uh, um, Kim Cattrall doesn't want to work with her anymore, and plus she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to revisit, you know, an old show that she used to work on. Some people, some artists, some actors, they do not want to revisit certain like things that they already have done. Why? Because they feel like it's. It's like not beneath them, but they feel like it's literally like, okay, that's all I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. I'm going to be doing this series for the rest of my fucking life. Like some people just don't want to do the same type of work. They're just tired. Like, you know, it's almost like being typecast. You know what I mean? Um, Because once when you get to be in a show like that, it's hard to get work everywhere else. Some people can do it. Some people can't. Some people cannot get out that type of box that, you know, they're in because it's like, okay, it's, it's great that, you know, the reason why Sarah Jessica Parker probably wants to keep doing this show is because she's the main character. She's the, one of the producers. Obviously, there's a couple, all the other ones are producers too. 
that's a beauty, beautiful thing about being an actor is that you don't have to just do acting. You can also own your own production company. You can own, you know, you can have people working for you. You can actually make money doing doing what you love to do. Some people try to pretend like you can't do anything else, but it's so possible to actually make a business out of everything you do. You know, um, because they've been doing this for so long. So it's like, you know, you learn as you go. You learn as you go and you become an expert after practice practicing. So back to the story. Um, I'm going to try to make this sh- at least under 10 minutes because it's not, you know, it's, you know, I, I try my try. So. So, yeah. So she finds out that Big left his ex-wife, Natasha. He left her a million dollars. She went crazy, like trying to find out clues and try to find evidence of if he was talking to Natasha she didn't find anything. She didn't find anything uh, in the last three se- in the last three episodes I've watched so far. She hasn't wa- found anything. She actually ended up talking to Natasha about it because she was like, "Why did he leave you this money? You know, if you guys don't speak, you know." But I believe he left her that million dollars because he felt bad about having an affair with Carrie. So. You know, Carrie, I'm sorry, but Carrie's a walking hypocrisy, in my opinion, because she did feel bad about cheating with Big on Natasha. She did have a heart. She did have a conscience. There's some people out there who do not have a conscience, who do not have any uh, heart when they think about another woman, about what can happen to them. You know, like you have to believe that there's karma in this world. There's, you, you know, you have to believe that. Things can happen to you. Just like it happened to that person, it could happen to you as well. So that's why Carrie did stop, you know, messing around with him. Um, And she did feel, like, you know, very, very bad. Like, she felt kind of cheap, you know? And, um, you know, Natasha ended up finding out. Natasha ended up not, you know, she ended up not being disrespectful to Carrie. Obviously, it's, it's in her point of view, in her perspective as a woman... She didn't respect Carrie because Carrie did something that was very sinful in a sense, you know, very dis- distasteful, very disgusting in her opinion. You know what I mean? You're sleeping with my husband, bitch. That's how she probably felt. I would feel the same way, too. Just like Carrie would. So now that Carrie finds out that he, you know, he left Natasha a million dollars, she's trying to figure out what the fuck, why? You know, she finally has a talk with Natasha. They come to a, um, they come to peace, in my opinion, at the uh, at that episode because, you know, Carrie looked like she was about to cry. You know what I mean? While talking to Natasha, you know, and um, she also got hurt. She also got burned like by some coffee. She got like like a third degree burn type of thing. And Natasha like took out some. She took out a Ziploc bag that had like cookies in it. And put like her her iced coffee, whatever was left in her iced coffee, like the ice that was in her iced coffee, she put that in the Ziploc bag and gave it to Carrie. You know, that's something that's like a peace offering to somebody when you do something like that. And I know that sounds like nothing to someone, but it sound it looks very, very thoughtful and very sweet and very caring. You know what I mean? That you do something for somebody like that. And the reason why she probably did that was because the day that Natasha found out about Carrie and Big, Natasha fell down the stairs. She fell down and hit her. She she um she fell down and hit her tooth. Like she broke her tooth. Her her, her front tooth uh fell off. 
basically, you know, it broke off. And Carrie, like, stopped running. Like, Carrie was, basically, Carrie got in trouble in Natasha's house. Like, Carrie was taking a shower in big in Natasha's house. And she finished taking a shower. She got dressed. She was ready to get the fuck out the house. And Natasha was coming into the house. And Carrie left through the back door. Mind you, Natasha hears somebody leaving out the back door. So then she's like, I see you, Carrie. And then Carrie's, like, running down the stairs. And Natasha falls down. And when she falls down and hurts herself, she starts bleeding. And Carrie stopped. You know, Carrie stopped. And she took Natasha to the hospital. And that right there is something that you do for someone else. As a, you know, as a woman, you do something like that. That means that you have a heart in general. Even if you did something that's, that's sinful like that, adulterous, you know what I mean? So they both kind of looked out for each other. With, you know, in general, you know, and with the, with, with, with that season, you know, of Sex in the City and then this season of just like that. Now, I'm going to go to Charlotte, right? Charlotte has two daughters and the, the daughter that she adopted with her husband, the first daughter, I forgot her name. I think it's Lily. I believe it's Lily. And... She is Chinese from China and they, they adopted her from China. And she basically, she's a great child. She's a, like one of those, she basically is an A student, you know. She plays the piano. She's very talented. She's the daughter that, the, the daughter that you pr- pretty much would want in your life, you know. She's obedient, you know. And then I believe she also has a little bit of an inferior, inferior, uh, not an inf- inferior complex because I I'm not saying it like in a bad way. I'm talking about like you you hear you hear it in her voice when she said something to Charlotte. She basically said, "And I'm not your favorite daughter." In the episode, and and that kind of made me feel sad because it's like she knows that that's not her her biological parents, and she knows that the biological daughter is the favorite pretty much, even if the biological daughter is a fucking spoiled brat. And the reason why I say spoiled brat is because she doesn't really care to... She doesn't really respect her parents like like Lily does. Um, her name is Rose, the spoiled brat. Um, Rose is trying to find herself currently. Um, the biological daughter, she's trying to find herself. She comes out as transgender to Charlotte and tells her that she wants to be a boy. She doesn't want to be a girl. So I noticed that they're basically inserting the LGBT, you know, in this show when they, they really never, they, they, of course they've had LGBT, um, you know, people in the show, which was like Stanford and, uh, who else? Forgot his name. Stanford's husband. I forgot his name though. Um, But yeah, um, they've had that. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's not a thing. But the transgender, no, they have not. So it's like, you know, I notice a lot of shows and movies are doing this now because they're trying to include everybody, which is not a bad thing. Um, But it's almost like it's an influence. People who see these type of things every single day. And not to say it's not needed, but, you know, young people are watching this and it's almost like it's become such such a phase or such a fad. In a sense, it's almost like the more it's the more that it's um, put into the world, the more people are going to try to give into it, in my opinion. But anyways, I digress. I'm not going to keep going about that. 
Uh, now we're going to talk about Miranda. So Miranda's daughter, I mean Miranda's daughter, Miranda's son, Brady, he's already like 17 now. He's having sex a lot. He has a girlfriend that he invites to the house. Um, and it looks like her and her husband, Steve, her and him look like they're having a dry spell again. I don't think it was supposed to really work out with them ever. Um, because, I don't know, I just don't find Miranda's character really that into her own husband. I just feel like she's always kind of possessed a lesbian, you know, uh, type of, you know, she's just, she's, I feel like she, she is a, a, a lesbian in real life. So, I feel like she's, put, you know, projected that in the show even without trying, you understand? Not saying that she can't act like a heterosexual woman in the show, but she's never projected that, in my opinion. I'm not saying that she can't, she's not feminine. No, I'm just saying that she's not, you know, she she just never projected that heterosexual kind of behavior when she dated Steve. And um, she's having a dry spell with Steve right now. She's not, they're not fucking, they're not having sex, they're not doing shit, you know. And basically, it looks like she's going to have an affair with a woman in this season. Um, what's crazy is that in... In the show, Sex in the City, in the, the, the first, uh, you know, show, they made it out to be like, you know, they actually had her date a woman in the show. And then all of a sudden, they were like, I guess they they, they, they took it out. Because I guess it was going to be too much for, like, I guess the viewership people as a whole watching the show. They probably w- wouldn't have watched it. Who knows? But I think that if they would have added that from the get-go, maybe would have added, added a little something to the show you know what i mean i feel like sometimes you can't be afraid to risk it all you know what i mean in a show like that um so now they're trying to do that now because things are becoming more open in in the in the the world and um yeah they're gonna they're they're pretty much gonna make miranda a lesbian so and she's she's a lesbian in real life so it's not really hard to act something that you already are and um Miranda has been, I mean Miranda, Cynthia Nixon, her real name, uh, she actually has run for public office, and she, I, I, I don't know if she was running for senator or for governor, and pretty much, she's an activist now, you know, um, it's become like activism usually when people are from the LGBTQ community, and um, there's nothing wrong with that, but you know, She's trying. They're trying to make Miranda's character uh, activist, basically, in the show, and it's kind of like it's like a little annoying, in my opinion, because it's like the way the way she's acting. Oh my god, it's like really cringeworthy. It's like it's real cringe, and it's like it's like it's kind of like it's just not. She's she's just like becoming too too much. Like she's trying to act like she's not racist, or she, like she pretty much acts as if like like she has to be by each like by somebody's level. Like not saying like you can't be, you know, sympathetic towards others or whatever. But like it's the way they just like saying. I can't even. I'm sorry. I can't even get my words. It's basically the way they're just like having her character speak. It's just very cringe. I don't know. I can't get into it with her. I'm just like I can't. I don't even want to watch the damn scene. Cause the first scene that I watched about her, like it was just so embarrassing. I was embarrassed for her. Like if you, you gotta watch this. Um. She's also, you know, become an activist in the show. Like I think she's trying to become an activist for like 
you know, black people and pretty much, you know, just she's just talking a lot. You know, it's like she she's trying to prove herself to everybody. And it's kind of like, damn, bitch, like, I don't know if you just want to change or if you really just are bored. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, that's with Miranda's character. You know, not saying you can't be an activist, you can't do that. No, just saying, like, you just don't try to force it. You know what I mean? It should come natural to anybody who, who cares about any demographic or any group of people. You understand? So, because they never incorporated anything about black people in Sex in the City ever or anything about LGBT ever. What's up, baby? Hi, mama. Sorry, it's my cat. Um, you know, they've never done that before. And they're doing it now. Because, why? Because it's the popular thing to, to talk about, right? So, not even popular thing to talk about. But it's just like, this is one of the most controversial times in the, in the world. And they're trying to incorporate a lot of these kind of issues into their scripts. And I'm going to just lastly say this about Samantha. Samantha's no longer in the show. And I don't really mind that she's not in the show. Why? Because... Sometimes these kind of shows are not meant to be rebooted. Things are great as they were. You know, nothing's as great as the original. That's all I'm going to say. Have a great day. Merry Christmas. Bye.